Hello and welcome to Molly Movie Club. I'm Casey Muratori. I'm Anna Rutberg. And today's Halloween spooky movie, ostensibly spooky movie, was The Vivitch, <laughs> a movie set in Puritan New England about a goat named Black Phillip who has to ram Finchie from the office into a pile of wood in order to get with the girl from Queen's Gambit. Anna, what did you think <laughs> of the Vivitch? Um, it was all right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Off to a rolling start. You can tell when a movie is kind of milk toast when it's kind of, yeah, no one really has a lot to say. I didn't hate it. Um, mm-hmm. there, there was quite a few things I kind of liked about it. I liked the, um, I thought it looked really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it was well shot. Um, you know, one of the first thoughts I had right, right at, toward the beginning of the movie actually was, uh, because we had seen The Shining last week mm-hmm. or I guess two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had talked about the use of music and the style of the music. Mm-hmm. And this movie actually is like a really similar, it did. uh, it, that sort of like, Dissonant choral, like Ligeti, like voices, the, yeah. the voices stuff that like it's Ligeti in the the Kubrick stuff. I, yeah. In this, I'm assuming it's just composed for this. Um, yeah, it's probably like uh, false Ligeti. Yeah, and it, it's effective, right? It like is. it's yeah. it's a music is really important to movies in general for like evoking certain types of feelings, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly in anything scarier or kind of horror, uh, the music I think is really really important. Um, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Because we talked about that so much with Kubrick, I'm sure it's sort of like a trope. Like I don't think this movie's like inspired by Stanley Kubrick or something. Like I think it's just one of the right. styles of music that's kind of used in these kind of movies. But yes. um, it's effective. And uh, I thought the acting, the, the performances are really good. A lot of time, it was really hard to tell what people were saying, but it never really mattered that much anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things about this film is that there's not a lot in it. Actually, yeah, I would argue. I mean, there's a little bit, but not a lot. And so the dialogue being kind of hard to understand because it it is like it's difficult with the accents, mm-hmm. uh, especially of Finchie, who is particularly hard to understand in this. And I think he has a really cool voice. He does. Um, and I think but... part of the problem is the mixing, actually. Yes. I think it's mixed to remain that kind of deep grab. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. do much to try and cl- make it clear. Mm-hmm. They emphasize more the sound of it. Yeah. And I found that was really challenging for a non... Someone who isn't native accent-wise. I mean, obviously I'm a native English speaker, but I'm not a yeah. native... I'm not native to anywhere in Britain where I would have an ear tuned yeah. to that accent. So it was mean, hard for me. It's tough because I also really liked a lot of the... The stuff they were doing with the way they spoke the old sort of English language stuff they were they were using like that was pretty cool like it was it was um like I think there was yeah. a nice immersiveness to this movie where it felt it felt like that that sort of isolation of you're on your own um they're sort yeah. of they're surrounded by by an environment that's hostile to them and they sort of have to try to survive I mean yes and no I guess my main problem with that is to me there was a lot of like there really wasn't much effort made to actually have that happen on screen. Like, yes. my problem, most of my problem with this movie is that there's just a lot of talking and not a lot of things actually happening t- in terms of, like... So, uh, to give a simple example, a lot of stuff happens, like, in arrears. It's like, oh, okay, you know, I... I 
I I traded this silver cup Mm -hmm. that was like very precious to my wife away uh, to like a local tribe, I guess. Was to get the, the traps, To I get think, right? the bear, trap, bear traps or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the weird thing about that is like everything felt that way. Like, oh, I have to parse the statements of the characters to actually know the condition they're in mm-hmm. because otherwise there's never like a scene where they actually like don't have something to eat, really. And there's not really, we never see him make the decision to trade the cup. He just kind of tells someone about it. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so a lot of times the movie just felt kind of like, well, all right, I believe you that this is what's happening to the characters, but I don't really connect because I'm not seeing it. Well, and I think sometimes, too, that thing you're talking about was also a little challenging because of how hard it was to understand what people were saying, that, like, sometimes it felt like it took a second to be like, okay, Oh, right. Here's what's going on. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I totally agree with you on that. Uh, and, like, I think, you know, I think the movie does a nice job of, like, there's a nice creepiness throughout, right? Um, like, the the forest feels creepy, like... Also kind of disagree. It, it was eerie. I don't know. I thought, I thought it had mm. a good creepy o- overall kind of feel to it. It wasn't, like, overwhelmingly scary or something, um, but it was creepy. I didn't think it was creepy. Okay. And the reason for that was because it almost trained me out of being creeped out. Hmm. So at the beginning of the film, there are uh, numerous shots, back to back almost, where they play like incredibly intense, like building creepy music, Mm -hmm. cut to black, and then it's just the next scene. Yeah, yeah. And so it did almost the opposite of what a horror movie or a not suspense, but a scary movie you would want to do, it trained me to not be scared of the presentation of the movie, Mm. which worked. And for the whole movie, basically, that continued. There Mm. really never was anything scary in this movie. And they trained me out of being scared of their music and their editing style. Right away, and then I just never was. So to me, this movie, yeah. I was literally never creeped out this movie. I am generally scared by scary movies. Like, I remember watching Aliens. I was, like, totally terrified the entire time. Um, This movie didn't scare me even once. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think this movie wasn't... I was worried that... Because I, I, I don't have a lot of experience with scary movies, so I was a little worried going into it that this was going to be, like, nightmare fuel, like, very creepy. Yes. And it's definitely not that. No. Um, which it's... I kind of appreciated, because I don't really necessarily want that. I like a little bit of creepy, and so... I, I don't know that I agree with you with the music training me out of it. For me, it kind of established... Because those that I, I know exactly the scenes you're talking about really early, when they're, like, leaving on the wagon and... Yeah, there's a lot of that happening early on. And I don't know, for me, it kind of establishes, like, it it kind of sets you on edge already, right? It's like, it's the movie telling you, this is creepy. Like, just so you know, this is going to be a creepy movie. But then it's not, and that's the problem. Yeah, but I guess it's just, for, for me, I don't know that it, I necessarily was, like, trained out of it or something. I think it got me into a certain... Like, expecting things, expecting something to happen kind of feeling. But it never does. I mean, this is kind of what, and I don't really mean that it but never does, like, like, happen it's, creepy. It's, a, but it's about your expectations, sort of, like. But you don't have any expectations. Uh, to be blunt about the film, it's like, so if you take, for example, what happens when the baby gets stolen, mm-hmm. that would be, I liked that scene, like yeah, the peekaboo yeah. scene, right? 
But then what happens after that is it's immediately explained what the hell happened to the baby. Like yeah, there's no mystery. They, they there's literally no mystery. don't let you be scared ever. They're just like this creepy thing happens and they're like, oh, and by the way, it's it's the goat. Or it's like it's like they never ever for even a single second let you have a creepy thought because they just tell you it's well, not well, what it was afterwards, I, right? I I I agree and I disagree because yes, they do explain there's no there's very little mystery in this movie. There's no mystery really or fear. At, at any point. But I disagree right? on the fear. I, I knowing that there's a super creepy witch lady out in the woods, in some ways it makes me more afraid because I know I know that there's actually a witch that is willing to do really messed up stuff in the woods. But that like never comes into play again. It's just but they it, just it, tell it, you like, hey, the yes. baby got stolen by this witch and you don't worry, you're never gonna see her again. And you don't, really. She never really does anything to Yeah, them. it's yeah. just it's just it's a very strange movie because because fear to me is about about not knowing. Mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of the definition of fear. But can I interrupt here? Can you I also may. say because we said the witch never the, the witch never really does anything particularly creepy. I mean that's not we don't see her do it. We don't see her whatever she does to Caleb. We don't really see, but she does something, and then later on she comes back and I guess it's implied kills the twins and uh, maybe I don't know. We never yeah. see the for all we know the twins just ran but away. But I do think. I think there's like an interesting thing that happens with the end of this movie where things like almost flip at the end when Tommyson goes to like become a witch. Mm-hmm. There's almost you kind of almost feel the like freedom that she now feels. Like it almost flips where it's not scary anymore, it's like liberating or something. And so I think the fact that the witches actually never do anything super super creepy again like maybe helps that transition into feeling like this is like actually maybe a a good thing for this character or something. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. I mean, we literally watched the witch grind up a baby. It's not a good thing. Like, yeah, I could totally. Uh, well, so all right. Well, not a good thing, but it's like you can feel the for her how it would be liberating, right? For how how for her it would be like freeing. You could imagine a version of this movie where that was the plot. So, for example, if grinding up the baby, let's say it had been her baby Mm -hmm. somehow. She got pregnant and she didn't want to take care of it. And the baby grinding up was like some kind of abortion thing, right? Like, okay, I could imagine a weird horror setting where that was like you saying, actually, sometimes there's this moral choice about do you want your freedom or do you want to do something that some people might uh, feel is wrong, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a very interesting idea, but this is like, it's not even the girl's baby, it's her mother's baby, and it's the witch that grinds it up, not her, so it's like, it's literally just an evil witch grinding up a baby. There's no subtext to it that you can really assign. Um, no, I, would, so, I agree. So uh, witches are just evil. They just literally grind up your baby and nobody wanted that. It wasn't a sign of freedom to have that baby ground up. So when you when you open with that, I don't think you can close with, hey, it's cool. Let's hang out with Black Phillip or whatever. I, I don't know. Like it, it I, I can't get there. I can't. I can't really read it that I'm way. Not, it's not to say that it's cool, but I think it's it's understandable. Like it's not really. Hmm, okay. You're basically saying like I'm I'm cool with eating babies. That's I've seen it happen. Um, I'm I'm down with that. Like I want to be this thing that 
comes in the night and takes people's children. Which maybe she does, but that's not very relatable because, like, I don't see that as relatable. I guess. Yeah. It's tough, though, because I feel like the stuff you see her, Tommy said, like, having to deal with with her family, right? Um, there's, a, like, a, a fair amount of cruelty happening there. Mm-hmm. She's definitely a victim in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's what, I think that's why there is something that, that the ending feels, like, liberating for her. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's... It, it, not really. Okay. I mean, I agree that, like, I think the movie was maybe going for that, but I, to me anyway, it didn't feel like it got there. It just kind of felt like... It, it felt sort of Disney movie-esque in that way, where it was just like, yeah, we put something in here that isn't actually the theme of the movie because it's really hard to make this work out if you read it literally. And it also kind of... I have many problems with the sort of thematic structure of this movie. The other problem I have with that read of the movie is that she's actually a fairly good person throughout this movie. She's one of the only people in the movie who actually behaves well. Yeah. So it's not very clear why she makes that turn, really. Like, it doesn't feel all that liberating to me because she didn't feel... To most of the movie, she didn't feel that constrained by being good. She's the only person who it felt like being good came naturally to. So yeah, this but, actually feels very but, but odd. I think, yeah, no, I, I disagree. I think from her perspective, she's spent her whole life with an extremely religious family, right? Who are telling her all these things about God and and what it is to be good and what it is to be to be you know virtuous and not sinful or whatever right so she's been like she has this sort of like moral religious framework like that she's living in and all she's experienced is like cruelty from the people around her who believe this stuff so at the end it's like you can see why based on her experience it's like well, this God stuff is has only hurt me, right? This is no, terrible. No, absolutely not. So that's the movie. If that was the movie, I would have loved that movie because actually, if if you take the witches out of this film, so they're not, there aren't any. Mm-hmm. It's totally false. There's no witches at all. They're just accidents that happen or uh, weird chance things that happen that the family perceives as witchcraft, right. and they turn to right. barbarism as a result, then her turn at the end makes perfect sense because in her mind, all the evil came from God. Yes, exactly. In this movie, there's baby-stealing, child-eating, talking black goat devils. It's not the case that all the evil comes from God. There's a tremendous amount of obviously gruesome, horrific yes. stuff happening that she sees. Well, she doesn't see There's what happens no to... There's no explanation She does not see what happens to the baby. She sees a creepy old lady thing land on the ceiling and suck the blood out of a goat's udder. That's true. Like, she's <laughs> seeing majorly messed up stuff. She sees an apple come out of her uh, brother's mouth and then he dies. Like, I mean, no way. There's no way to read the movie the way you're talking about, in my mind. She has to be actually evil to go, that looks good to me. Hmm. I guess I just, I I didn't really feel that way. And it, maybe it's just because I was following the movie I was sort of following the flow of what the movie was like asking me to feel you could be. or something. Cause I mean, I, I do think when she chooses to go with the devil, like 
she is choosing a path of like evil. Like she she is, right? It's not yeah. like it's not like the devil is good in this movie, right? Yeah. It's actually evil. Yeah. Um clearly. But though. so is and good, clearly. right? Like everything it's like the the other stuff is also evil, right? Um but there's the, sort of this like almost like nihilism or something of it where it's like every if everything is awful. But again, I really have a hard time reading the movie that way because again, the good people aren't that evil in this movie compared to what they would be if there was no witch. They are responding rationally because we are told that all of the things that they believe are actually true. Their suspicion that one of the people in their family is a witch is correct. It isn't necessarily that the ones that they think are witches are, but they're right to suspect a witch because a witch is doing the things. So, like, their evil behavior is actually justified by the facts of the film because that's actually what they needed to do to survive is root out where this witch was, and they yeah. just didn't quite realize that one was living in the yeah. woods. I mean, I do think so. The just movie... it really this movie just can't hold up on its own to me. It's it's like critically broken in that way. I mean, I do I can sort of see what you're saying. Like, I do think the movie is a little bit torn between trying to make a movie about uh, probably a more realistic movie about yeah. the women who were accused of being witches in that time. Versus a horror movie where there's an actual witch in the woods. Yeah. So it, it kind of like got torn between those two ideas and wasn't able to fully commit to either one. Um, yeah. In a way, this movie is a lot like The Shining's problem squared. The like one criticism yeah, we kind yeah. of had of that movie. Like committing to the to the um This is like the whole movie is that problem. Yeah. Right. It's like they they committed to Supernatural but didn't have a good idea of why that makes the movie better. So as a yeah, result, they didn't, and they in the end, you're right. They didn't actually use it all that much. Uh, you know, no. the, the witch and the supernatural stuff is not a huge part of the movie. It's and it's also not very good. Like I didn't think those parts were like super amazing or something. They're very creepy. I mean, the creepiest one I think is the um, the baby. The first scene with the baby being you know cut up and ground up. Like that's it. It does a nice job of not showing you too much, but enough to like be very very like gross and and creepy. Um, and I do think there's some good creepy imagery throughout that's more just, like, satisfying than it is really scary. Like, I like the the shot of the mother with the crow, like, eating at her breast or whatever was, like... Yeah, it was pretty good. It's, like, a good creepy image, but right? But that w- didn't require a witch. No, no. Right? Neither of those two actually required an actual witch. I mean, mm-hmm. in some sense, you have to figure out where the baby went. But I would argue this movie didn't figure out where the baby went. At no point in this movie does anyone explain how the hell the witch stole that baby. Witches, in this movie, don't move quickly. They move at human normal speed. They are also visible, not invisible. Right? So nobody explains, like, how that baby disappeared. As far as we have seen in this movie, that is impossible. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like they wanted the cool, they wanted the peekaboo but cut. But they didn't explain it. Which is cool. I mean, I agree, like, the peekaboo cuts, like you said earlier, is it's effective, right? Yes. But, um, and I mean, maybe it's not that big a deal. Maybe you could buy that the witches have this, you know, invisibility kind of power or speed or so. I mean, I don't know. But, but they're it, yeah. not because we see them visible all the time. Yeah, or as a rabbit or. A rabbit um, can't carry a baby. Yeah, yeah. Right, but maybe the maybe the devil can. Do you know what I mean? Maybe uh, the... the devil didn't take the baby. Black Philip was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not a good film. 
I'm sorry. It's just no, it's, it's poorly it, written and it needs yeah. a lot of work. Like if you wanted this movie to add up to something that was worth watching for me, it needs like a lot of work. I just think I think there's pieces of it that like I can see I can see the good version of this movie kind of like there's there's aspects of it I did like. And I I I would say I enjoyed watching it, although it's funny it was only an hour and a half. It's a pretty short, short movie. It was. But, it was. But it actually felt pretty long. It kind of, it felt like it was dragging. Even for an hour and a half, it felt like it was dragging along a little I, bit. I agree. And I think to me, again, that's because there isn't any, really anything happening in this film to yeah. me. I really feel like that is, there just wasn't an underlying anything to this movie. So you're, you're watching collection of scenes of people in, you know, uh, 1600s New England, I guess, or mm-hmm. 1500s. I don't, I don't know. Long so, time ago. They called it a plantation, so it probably was like 1500s. I mean, this is like, it's like the Pilgrims. It's like, it's early, early American settlers, right? Yeah, so probably, that's what I'm saying, 1500s, 1500s yeah, probably, yeah. not 1600s. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Point being, they're in, in, you know, they're in early New Englands, or, you know, you think if you, I'm from New England, if you mm-hmm. don't, if you never got a chance to go to like, um, you know, Sturbridge Village or mm-hmm. uh, or um, uh, Plymouth Plantation. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, by the way, that's the other thing that I had trouble with in mm. this movie is like coming from New England, everyone there knows that it's not that hard to deal with witches. You get them in your backyard sometimes. And as long as you keep them like, you know, you just go put like a dead mouse back there once in a while. <laughs> They're not going to bother you. They're not going to steal a baby. That's an old wives tale. And usually they just go on their way afterwards. They're not, it's it's really, yeah. I mean, it, it, the folklore has gotten out of control. Yeah. This point. Like, real wishes aren't that scary. No, not at all. That's one of the reasons I had trouble with this film. People who aren't from New England probably don't, you know, have that reaction, but still. That's, yeah, I'm sure. So I didn't have a lot of other notes. Uh, one thing that bothered me in this movie in various places is when they were doing establishing shots, there's mm-hmm. flies all over the camera, which annoyed me. <laughs> um, like out of focus pestilence, basically. Interesting. I actually didn't um, notice that. I did. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and that was bugging me, pun intended. Literally, okay. Uh, because it was in this uncomfortable area between we wanted to show pestilence because pestilence was part of the shot. It was like not in clear enough for that. But there was too much for it to be, oh, there's just a fly. <laughs> it kind of went. How did I not? It was, it I was bad. No, I didn't notice that. I didn't. That's weird. Okay. That was annoying. That's so uh, weird. It's like two or three it. establishing shots. There's just flies flying in from the camera. It was really annoying. Hmm. And they're super out of focus, right? Because they're very near field and these were longer shots. So there's this big, blurry how blob. Did I, how did I not notice Moving this? across screen many times, like multiple of them. How did right? I not notice this? Uh, they must have shot it. When the mosquitoes were out or something. Yeah. The cameraman was probably like, gah, gah, ah. Well, there were a lot of animals and stuff, so they probably just flies. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of other stuff to say. I liked the, um, I thought the the girl from The Queen's Gambit was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought her acting was excellent. Yeah. And I guess I don't have a strong opinion about the acting for the rest of it. It was good, but not great. I thought she was great. I thought everyone else was like I do think the good enough young but not boy fantastic. Caleb I mean that's a pretty young actor and yeah. he had to do some pretty nuts intense stuff and I think he yeah. sold it. He, yeah, he it was, was good. very effective. It was good. I just think for for such um, a young actor I think that was that was impressive to me. Yeah. I couldn't quite tell if the like so another thing you could have been doing with this movie 
was that like when people are like there's no actual explanation for why anyone would care about this or why it would be happening because the movie doesn't really work this way. But having people's general like sinful thoughts line up with things that happen with the witch mm-hmm. is another thing you could have done in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And they sort of did that with the, with the kid. With Caleb, right? Yeah. He was like feeling sexual. Yeah. And then he had sort of a sexual witch experience to a certain extent. Yeah. Um the problem is again, the rest of the movie doesn't really work that way. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't matter if it did. Like there wasn't really any reason for that to be true either because as far as we know there's no requirement for that the witch can just take your baby whether you're sinful or not so it wasn't like that would have made any sense had it been true mm-hmm. um so again just kind of didn't work for me i mean i guess it's just um, her way of luring him in, it just but, didn't but yeah it's like it's, but you don't need to lure him in like you magically move faster than light and you can f- fly i guess I mean, wh- who? Were, what were you luring, and why? It, d- it doesn't. It, again, there is a v- there is a version of this movie where you actually constructed scenes that play out as right, sinful right. experiences that are metaphorized into these witch experiences. Mm-hmm. Again, much better movie, not this film. Yeah. Right. So again, I saw like a hint that maybe someone had that idea, but then they didn't actually put it into practice, in my opinion. Yeah. No, and I I do think this movie. The main t- feeling you kind of come away with is like a missed opportunity, I guess, or or something like. I don't even think it was a missed opportunity. missed opportunity. I think it's just nothing there. You yeah. could you could go do this movie correctly, yeah, and you wouldn't be I, stepping on anyone's toes. I, I think there's like these tidbits of like interesting ideas in it that I think overall gave me that feeling of like, well, I don't hate this, right? Like, I don't hate the movie. I think um, possibly because it looked decent. You know, no, it was well, um, good acting and and well shot, and like you know creepy like a, it, it was creepy had a good creepy feel but um even reflecting back on it you're just kind of like okay <laughs> you know apart from the few things that like i i thought the ending I, I don't know i think the ending worked but i do think that the movie didn't really support it like you were saying like i mean maybe it's a reasonable ending for a different film yeah exactly it's like i think i'm <laughs> i'm like Probably uh, maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit or reading or reading into stuff that's not really there or, or well, you're something. giving credit for the thing it wanted to do, I think. Exactly, right? exactly. But it didn't actually do it. Yeah. But I well, totally movie, agree I with you that's what I think they wanted because the like what asking, Black Phillip says. The movie was like know. asking you to feel that way. And a lot yes. of times when movies do that, I do just go along with, okay. with it. Like I'm I think I'm much better at going with the flow of movies than you are, where I, if they if they're asking something of me, like I a lot of times we'll go there with them. Okay. Whereas you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. And yeah. you don't. And so yeah. I, I, because of that, I think the ending worked pretty well for me. Yeah. I mean, in a different movie, that's, like I said, a, I, I can imagine the movie where that mo- ending is good. It just wasn't this movie. Yeah. I had similar complaints about the wife mm-hmm. uh, to the rest of the film. Okay. So I feel like it was kind of a big mistake, actually, having the wife not really be in the first 25 minutes of this film. She's kind of just like crying in a bed and you never really know who she is. Mm -hmm. And then like later she comes out and she's the main character and all that. Mm -hmm. But one of the problems is that you end up, that's fine if you're never supposed to really relate to her at all. But you kind of are supposed to relate to her in a number of other scenes. It's important that you are 
understanding what she went through a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. there's character drama with her. Yeah. And scenes with her. Yeah. None of those worked for me. And the reason for that is I didn't know who this lady was. Like, we never saw her actually experience the hardships of moving here and why she's so upset about it and, and how she wants to be back. It. it None of it landed. It was just words that someone put in someone's mouth and it just didn't work at all. And so I think it was a big mistake to not develop that character and mm-hmm. then expect us to just take it at face value. It didn't work at all. Yeah. It worked better the the father and the and Thomason worked better because we spent more time with them mm-hmm. early and we saw more with them actually, early and that kind of worked more. I actually think the father the, the father character feels like pretty he felt pretty complicated to me. He actually seemed like one of the more interesting characters because he starts yeah. out, you kind of start out with like this certain impression of him. Yeah. Um, and he turns out to actually be a lot like gentler or something than you're expecting yes. or, or a lot less harsh and a lot more sympathetic. So I, th- I feel like he's probably the most interesting character um, in the movie. Cause like, you know, uh, Anya Taylor Joy's character, uh, Tommy Sin or whatever. She, mm-hmm. She's just, she's the most, relatable character right she's as you said she's basically just like good throughout and yes she's she's the you know but she's less complex right whereas i think the father there's some interesting stuff happening that they do with him the the problem i have with thomason's character is she's not interesting so right, the right. problem with her character she's is kind she's of like innocent she's the main character she basically never really does anything wrong she's more or less just a good character a good person rather um, who does about as much as anyone would. Like, the, mm-hmm. you really couldn't ask more of a person in that yeah. scenario. And the only time she actually makes a quote-unquote interesting decision, everyone is already dead. Mm-hmm. So she's just, like, it's not like she's deciding to be a witch because being a witch is a dramatic decision. At this point. What else is she going to do? Yeah. There's literally nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to become a witch or I'm going to starve to death. There's literally no chance for me either way. Yeah. If you had moved the decision of for her to become a witch back about 30 minutes, this becomes a much more interesting movie. If her deciding to become a witch actually was motivated and actually meant she was deciding to become a witch when there was another option, that's more interesting, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't happen. So again, it just the movie just prevents me from being interested in it. Like it constantly does things to ensure that I won't be interested in the scene that's happening. Mm. And that's just yet another example of how that happened to me. Yeah, I, at the end of the day, the movie's just kind of meh. There's there's some good things about it. Um, I loved Black Phillip. I mean, imagery, imagery is good in this He was just the best-looking yeah. goat. Yeah. Um, so... No, I do think that Im- they, they... There's good imagery in this movie. There's also a title card at the end that's, like, telling you that everything was, like, authentic witchcraft... Well, yeah. Um, but I didn't really care about that either, I but that it, was there. I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting that the language, like, a lot of the stuff they were saying was, like, pulled directly from, like, actual texts of stuff. I guess. I mean, I don't know why it's interesting. Well, I do think it makes, like, because I, di- I did think, before, I, you know, knowing that about it, reading, I did think that the, the, the way they were speaking felt, like, pretty authentic. Writing in that kind of way is not easy. If right. you're not like an expert on like old English or right, whatever that right, kind of, yeah. and I think they it, they were doing it really well, and so I'm not right because really they're su- working from the reference material exactly. So, had, so yeah. I'm not surprised that they they had like specific you know right. reference text that they were pulling from. I think it, it it like it does give it this feeling of like authenticity. If they were just talking like we talk right now, I think the movie loses something. There is this there is this real feeling of being in a time and a place and. Uh, 
And I do think for me, I definitely felt the the sort of like the despair of of like how difficult it would be to survive um, as like a settler, in a, you know, just trying to not die. Um, like the intensity of that I really did get from this movie. I did not. I did not at all. Really? Yeah, because it never really. I mean, they never really showed. Well, they showed that their their corn harvest was terrible and that they you they know, didn't really they mentioned their corn harvest was terrible well, you could see all, all the time all the husks were like rotting i'm just saying like there was just not a lot of like oh you know a movie that's trying to convince me that people don't have enough to eat shows me them not having any food well, at dinner more than it once it wasn't that right? they didn't have food right now it was yeah. that they didn't have enough food for the upcoming yeah, winter so you just kind of it's like i said it's all like theoretical it's all like something somebody says Right. Yeah, I mean, but the movie not is visceral. The movie is definitely very talky. Like it's very, it's yes. very much about what people are saying. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I did. I did get. I felt the desperation of okay. of being isolated in the forest with no help coming, and and the very strong possibility that you and your family like won't survive. Right. I I felt that. I I just didn't. I mean, I I got that that was what was happening, but I didn't actually feel it. Um, I didn't feel the impending, like, sense of doom. I also feel like those two premises fight each other in, in a little bit. Like, of a, if if the idea is that we are not going to have enough food for the winter and we're non-agrarian because our crops don't work, then the idea that your children are all getting killed is the opposite thematically of what you're worried about. That's less food each time. But that's not how Um, human beings think. It's not, but it means that the other one's redundant. So what I'm trying to say is it takes the focus off of, like, if you were trying to make a movie about the desperation of the coming winter, you add children to a family. They They find someone in the woods and how are they going to feed this person, right? That's how that works if you're trying to make a movie about that. If your movie is actually about all the kids are getting slaughtered all the time, I'm not going to be paying attention to you think that there's going to be a hard winter. It's like, how are you even going to survive till the I winter? Disagree. They fight They fight each other premise-wise really badly. I disagree. I disagree. Because that's not how, that's not how people think. And also, yes, for it me, is. it's like, it's general, okay, okay. It's just Pause. general human survival. Like, this family is trying to survive Pause. in every way. Pause. You think that if a family believes that a witch stole their baby from the woods, that their primary concern is going to be what happens in the winter. You would be freaking out. You're not thinking about the winter. You're thinking about every night if the witch is going to come get you. You're thinking about survival in general. I I mean, right? No, not in general. From the witch. I mean... I disagree. I think humans focus on the the creepy supernatural thing that might kill them, not something that's going to happen in three months. Yeah. That's the thing that's not consistent with human human behavior to me well i don't know i mean they don't a lot of this movie early on especially they don't even know that a witch they don't think that i mean right away they don't know that there's a witch involved with the the but there's increasing evidence that there is a witch and and they believe it eventually they start they start thinking it was a witch so that's why i say like the desperation of the coming winter it's just it's forgotten at least for me and should have been for them and to a certain extent is eventually it's it's Um, i mean by the time things kind of break down to just everyone killing each other they obviously are not caring about survival anymore but um which again is why i say i think this movie is just kind of a mess writing wise because it's like again it was superfluous 
It didn't actually integrate into uh, the story. Uh, no, I totally disagree that it was superfluous, though. It like it gives you this feeling of desperation. Like there's this. There's but this... so what? It's not the movie has no actual need of bleakness. It doesn't. You don't think the movie needs to feel bleak? No, this is so. This is why, again, just my global complaint. I've said it multiple times about different things, but it's the same with this complaint. If there were no witch, that makes perfect sense. Because now you're saying, why is this family psychotic? Okay, the coming winter is going to be hard. There's like all these problems. They're getting stressed. Mm -hmm. And now they're believing in this witch because they're mentally unbalanced now they've been put under too much pressure makes perfect sense you totally understand why that is in the film and it works there's an actual witch you don't need them to be desperate they could be having they could have a giant stack of corn to the sky and the witch would be terrifying it doesn't they don't work in this film together they're separate things right and it's not like it's bad to have the desperation thing. I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying it's superfluous. It doesn't have anything to do with this movie. It's a random I, I, thing I that guess, gets forgotten. I, I don't know. I think I think the feeling of bleakness in this movie is like one of the better things about it. And so I don't know. Like, I think it was a good choice. If the movie had been about that. I agree that it's a good setup. The movie's not really about much. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. It's why this movie doesn't add up to anything. It's because there's all these elements that don't work together. And I'm just trying to point out that's one of them. It's a setup that would make a lot of sense in other versions of the screenplay. But it doesn't make sense in this one. So it's yet another misplaced element that doesn't manage to come together. Mm -hmm. Right? Because nobody cares about what's going to happen in the winter if you're living next to a witch that steals your people, mm-hmm. right? It just doesn't false, like not a problem because the witch will kill you long before the winter. So you needed there to be some confluence of those two things, right? And furthermore, it's actually adding momentum in the opposite direction. So what you want is a reason why the family stays where the witch is instead of returning. We know that one of the reasons they don't return is because they're, they're too proud to return, or the mm-hmm. father is anyway, right? Having there be a terrifying witch is like a very good reason why he might decide to go well, back, fact, and he sort of they is, do. They, right? The, right the, the, basically, right before everything to- totally goes yes. bad, they decide they're going to go back. So it's fighting the premise, right? It's, it's prov- providing momentum away from the scary thing that the movie is ostensibly about, which is exactly not what you want. You want to see characters making bad decisions to stay. And what they're doing is giving characters good reasons to leave. And then they almost do. It's just nothing in this screenplay works together is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. It's all pointing in different directions. It's like a bunch of arrows pointing outward from a point, And as a result, the point stays in the middle and doesn't move. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and every last little thing is that way. Yeah. Except for Black Phillip, who's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's such a good goat. It's uh, Yeah. He looks super, super creepy. He's got to be one of my favorite movie goats. He didn't just look creepy, though. He kind of looked nice, sweet sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. 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 No, he's a good goat. He's a good I thought goat he friend. was like probably my favorite movie goat. I'm trying to think if I have a, a, another goat that I like better in a movie, but I don't think so. I think so. there's not a lot of movie goats out there. How well, did they find this movie? How did they find a goat? Yeah, casting, casting. It's got to be harder to find a goat for a movie. 
because there's just less working goats than like dogs, right? Where there's lots of movie yeah. dogs, I bet. Yeah, movie goats. Maybe it was know. a CG goat. It was not. Maybe they like hired Industrial Light and Magic to like do the goat. Did not look like a CG goat. It didn't anyway, look like a CG goat. I don't know that there's that much more to say. Uh, movie's just kind of meh. Yeah. Um, does a few things pretty well. And I do think, I mean, I, in general, I agree with you. It's like, it's a bunch of pieces that if reconfigured in like a different way might have been good. Yes. And like, so because of that, you have good, there's like good ideas all throughout this movie, but it never really comes together to like feel super cohesive. Yes. There's many ways I could have imagined trying to do some of the things it was going to do, but you reorganize so that things are pointing in the same direction. So you get like a coherent kind of like story out of it. This didn't do that. I, I would say it's not that atypical for a modern movie in that it's like, well shot and well acted yeah. relative to a baseline. Yeah, I'd say it's, um, it's actually probably better better than the average modern movie. Probably better than the average movie, but at least on par with the with a modern movie, uh, which is often the case nowadays where it's like, okay, it's not, nothing's like really hard to look at, right? No, no. And the actors are pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. compared to if you went back to the average movie in like the 70s. Oh, yeah, the, the acting, acting, like way the worse, acting right? is, is quite good these days. Yes, so all of that's working, but just the screenplay completely falls apart. And I think, again, that's why I say it's very similar to mm-hmm. what I kind of expect from my movie. It's very par for the course in that respect. Just know the writing just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Lets the movie down. It lets the movie down. There was potential. There was potential for yeah. a number of different. And it seemed like they also did a good job with not very much. Like you know, there's yeah. not many actors in it. There's not many sets. Yep. It's like a pretty. You know, this probably wasn't a fantastically expensive movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they managed to make it. You know, look good. There wasn't rough edges. So I don't no, know what the budget no. was, but it probably wasn't that high, and it, it went well. Uh, so you know, there's that as well. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, not not a terrible movie, but not a great movie. No. Um, good good movie for Spooky Month, though. Good movie for Spooky Month. I guess it wasn't very spooky. I don't know. I think the woods is creepy, so I was pretty spooked. Woods, woods are. Creepy. I didn't think Psycho was that creepy either. I spo- I mean, scary. I guess it was creepier though, probably. Yeah, they're pretty different. They're pretty different. Yeah, but Shining very creepy. Yeah, I mean, The Shining is on kind of another level. We've um, been stepping down our creepiness every <laughs> week. Hopefully Halloween will not be. Yeah, well, Halloween is obviously like very different kind of tone from the, the previous I don't series. know what to expect because I've never seen it. I think I saw it once long ago at a Halloween party. So it's not a great, that's not really great for movie viewing. Like No, probably not. So I'm, I'm it'll be fun. It'll be a fun uh, Halloween treat. So let us know what you think about The Witch. We'll be curious to know if you guys kind of felt the same way. Yeah, I'd be interested to know if anyone has a positive things to say about the screenplay because I can't really find any. Um, so maybe someone s- noticed something or thought that there was something in the writing that worked. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be interesting to hear about because I th- I think I'm literally at zero. Like it was it was a it was a, the entire screenplay is bad. I, I kind think of I, feeling, I definitely so. don't feel that negative on it. I agree that the pieces don't go together, but I I think there's individual pieces of story here that are that are working like that are that are interesting. Um, anyway. So, yeah, we will see you back, I guess, next week. We will. For Halloween. Yes, we will. Until then, be sure to watch lots of movies and think about them for about one hour and then stop. That's right. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Bye.